despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com and get my emails directly to your inbox every day free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384. 6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. 80% of people are okay just being okay. And that's exactly how they end up. Okay. And 20% are not okay being okay. They aim and they have bigger desires. They have the initiative to go after them and they aim for much bigger things. And guess what? They end up with bigger things. Magic formula, folks. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is? You can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body. I know you know what I'm talking about. So say hello to AG1. This is a supplement that I take besides protein and water. The only other thing I take, your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality. It's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. Is the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, you'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil. And any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on, there's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, that's the sunshine vitamin, that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape, and that's not all. You're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game, even while you're on the go. And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water, and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender. You don't need ice. You don't have to try random combinations. None of that garbage. Say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D 
and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we are on part three of our three-part mini-series here of the gaps that nobody talks about, but that's technically a lie because I'm talking about it and I am somebody. So before we get into this, let me remind everybody I send out a text every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point. It is called the Daily Motivation. The Monday Motivation I send out every week called the Monday Motivation. You want to get these texts. I'm not even asking you. I'm telling you. Text me at my number 305-384-6894. So you're in my text community. You'll be getting those texts. As soon as you text me, if you don't get an immediate response, it's because we're still working out some tech issues with the text message, but we will get it fixed. So text me anyway. So when it does get fixed, you're already in and you ain't got to worry about doing anything. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the place where I do all my coaching. You want to work with me directly. Actually, I should stop saying that if you want to. I'm start saying you want to work with me directly. I'm saying that as a statement, not a question. You want to work with me directly. You want to have me as your direct coach. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. You could be in the finance space. You could be in the military getting transitioned out. You could be an athlete looking to become an entrepreneur. You could be an entrepreneur looking to take your game higher. You could be a coach. You can be a speaker. You can be a podcaster. You can have a brick and mortar business. You can be a son or daughter of a business owner who is inheriting a business and you want to update and upgrade that business to a higher level from where it is right now. You could be someone who is just trying to figure out what you want to do. You know you have talents and skills, but you're not quite sure how or where to apply them. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You listen to this show enough. You see my work. You know what I do. You know what I'm about. I can help you get to where you want to get to. Why? Because I have the unique ability to look at a situation, break it down into bite-sized pieces that we can go to work with and put it back together. It doesn't matter what you do specifically for a living. It doesn't matter what I do specifically for a living, except that I have that unique ability, which you already know, and I demonstrate it every single day here on this show. That's the proof. Everybody got that? Go to work on your game, university.com. That out the way, let's get into the topic. We are on point number, picking up right where we left off at point number seven. We did one, two, three, two episodes ago. We did four, five, six yesterday. Today, we're doing seven, eight, and nine. These are the gaps that nobody talks about, but we all need to be talking about. And even if you don't talk about them, you better be implementing them and actually putting these to use in your life if you want to be successful. Number seven, the initiative gap. What does initiative mean? Well, you hear me say this every day. What does it mean when you are signing a document and they say, put your initials right here on this line? What does that mean? That means the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your last name. So what does initial mean? It means first. What does it mean to be the initiator? It means to go first. When you initiate something, that means you are starting it. You are at the beginning. So the initiative gap is a gap between people who start stuff. They go and make things happen. And the gap between them and the people who wait for somebody else to start something, they wait for things to happen. There is a big gap between the people who go and do stuff and the people who wait for somebody else to do stuff. Can we agree? Is there a gap in success between those people? Of course there is. I really don't even have to ask that question because we know there is. So when we talk about goals and we talk about ambition, 
While many people talk about wanting to do great things, how many people do you know who talk about doing great stuff but never actually do anything to actually make it happen? How many people you know who fit that description? They talk about doing great stuff, but they never take these steps to bring it to fruition. How many goals have you had in your life or ideas you've had that you never took the first step in getting towards them or finding out what it would take to get towards them? In other words, how many things have you thought about doing, but you didn't do a damn thing to actually bring it to life? And listen, let's be clear. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. Sometimes I'll say something that I am trying to kind of make you look in the mirror and say, damn, that is kind of fucked up what I did or didn't do. Sometimes I'm looking to do that. This one, you could feel bad about this one, but I want to let you know every human being on the planet has these. I got these too. I got things that I thought about doing that I didn't actually do. And that's not necessarily a negative thing because you can't do everything that you think about. We have more thoughts than we have time. Uh, You ain't got time to implement every single thing that you think about. But the things that you think about that are related to your definite chief aims in life, the things that matter most to your success, those things you should not have an initiative issue with. Got me? So what are the things that you want to do or that you think you should do or that you could do or that you would do, but you just haven't done them yet? How many of those you got? Many of us have a whole basement full of what I call stillborn ideas. So what I mean is that the idea started in your brain and never made it past your brain. It basically died right there in your thought attic. You never even took one action towards reaching that goal. Taking an action towards a goal, folks, does not guarantee that you're going to reach the goal. It does not guarantee that you will be successful. Not at all. But without taking an action, it is impossible for you to reach a goal. So it guarantees it doesn't happen. See, many people never take the initiative to get started on anything. And this is the problem. That initiative gap is the reason why many people don't succeed. And notice that I'm not saying anything about talent here. And in these last two points after this one that I'm going to share, there's nowhere in here I'm going to talk about a talent gap. Nowhere in here am I going to talk about an opportunity gap. These are the things you hear other people talking about because they sound good and they're convenient excuses for losers. And yes, when I say losers, I mean losers. People who don't have goals can't score. You can't score. You can't win. You can't win. Then you have no choice but to lose. That's binary. So the gap that I'm talking about here is the initiative gap. You got an idea. You had a thought. You had a notion of something that you could do. Did you do it? Did you get started on it? Did you take the action? Did you do anything to move yourself towards bringing that goal to life? Did you do anything? If you can't answer that question in the affirmative immediately and confidently, then you have an initiative gap. And that should be telling you a lot about why your outcomes look like what they look like. Now, what you should be annoyed at or mad at at this point is why nobody has ever told you this before. That's really what you should be mad at. Many people never take the initiative to get started on anything. And yes, this plays a huge role in the outcomes that people get or don't get. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Has any of you having one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, all you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. Point number eight. 
Today's topic, once again, we are talking the gaps that no one discusses for some unknown reason. Number eight, the desire gap. Desire. What is a desire gap? Working backwards from initiative is desire. Let me give you a definition of the word desire. It's a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen or a strongly wish or want something. Now, I'm not too big on wishing. I'd rather you actually do something around your wants and wishes, but the desire to actually have something, have the wants or wish in the beginning leads to the initiative, which leads to the actions, which leads to the outcomes. So you do have to have a desire for something before it can become anything else. See, working backwards from initiative, again, before you can take an action, you got to actually have a reason to do an action. You got to have a thought that sparks the activity. All right. The brain controls the body. So how many people do you know who simply don't have a desire to do anything great or achieve anything big in life or go further than where they are right now? In other words, how many people do you know who are average and this is okay being average and they would be completely fine staying the average person that they are right now? I would say most of you, I would say about 90 percent of the people, you know, fit this description, even if you don't know for sure, they didn't actually say it out of their mouths. That's okay. They don't have to say it. Look at their actions. How many people do you know who have no desire to do anything great, achieve anything big, or go any further than where they are right now? They're completely fine. Just they're okay being okay. How many people do you know fit that description? Again, you don't have to have them actually say it. Most people, you probably never have asked them that question. Most people, if you did ask them, they would probably be confused by the question. And some of them might even try to lie to you. Just look at people's actions. You want to know what people really believe? Look at their actions. Forget what they say. Look at what they do. Most people are okay being okay. So this desire gap, this plays a huge role in outcomes. You know, people say things like, well, there's this big wealth gap that you no know, blank percent of people in America control like 80% of the wealth. And then the other 20% of wealth belongs to the other 98% of people, or it'll be something like that. Some kind of stat that makes it look ridiculous on the surface of how a small amount of people control the majority of the wealth in America. And then everybody else is down in the, the lower tiers of wealth control. Do you think desire has something to do with that? Now, some of you may say no, and maybe they just inherited it or something like that. Okay, well, let's just go back to where the wealth came from, wherever it came from. Let's say they inherited it. Let's go back to whoever the first person was who started it. Let's go back to the first person who started it. So the Waltons, for example, that's uh, Sam Walton's heirs. You don't know who Sam Walton is. He's the guy who started a company called Walmart. Sam Walton's heirs is about five or six of them. Last time I looked at the Forbes list, they're all on the Forbes list with the exact same amount in their wealth because they all inherited a equal amount of the Walmart empire. And okay, so we maybe they didn't have that much desire, but the guy who started Walmart, he had it, right? Okay, so let's go back to him. So anyone who inherited their wealth, let's go back to whoever they inherited it from. Whoever started that chain, let's go back to that person. How much desire did they have versus how much desire you got today? See, that ends that discussion. So that, that quiets people down real quick. How much desire did they have versus how much you have? Person who started that whole chain. How much do you have today versus somebody else who's starting their own chain of their own family right now? Or if you're that person starting your chain in your family, how much do you have versus the people that you know who ain't doing anything? Of course, we know there's a big gap in that desire. How much of a gap in desire is it between two people who start off broke? No inherited money. They're not trust fund kids. One of them ends up making millions of dollars in their life. And other persons is, be, is a normal person, you no know, getting by and paying bills, but they don't do anything significant. They die. Nobody cares. And they leave nothing to their kids. Is there a difference in desire between those two people? They start in the same spot. There's a difference in desire, folks. That matters. 
And people don't want to talk about that because, again, it puts a holds a mirror up to everybody who likes to use that as an excuse. I read a book about Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, two basketball players who came into the NBA in the late 70s, going into the early 80s. And many people give them credit for saving the NBA. The NBA was not nearly as popular in the late 70s as it is now, even relative to the size of the audience and all that. It was much less popular. The games didn't even come on live. A lot of times the games would be on tape delay, meaning the game would happen at six o'clock and it wouldn't come on TV till 11 o'clock because people simply didn't give a damn about the NBA. That's how unpopular the NBA was back then. And Magic and Larry came into the league and they pretty much got people interested in basketball all over again in the early 80s because the Lakers, Magic's teams, and the Celtics, the Larry Bird's teams, they dominated the 1980s. They literally dominated the 1980s. 1980 champion was the Lakers. 81 was the Celtics. 82 was the Lakers. 83 was the Philadelphia 76ers. 84 was the Celtics. 85, Lakers. 86, Celtics. 87, Lakers. 88, Lakers. Then 89 and 90 was the Detroit Pistons both times. And right after that, Michael Jordan took over. That was the 1980s. The Lakers and the Celtics dominated that decade of the NBA while a young Michael Jordan was coming up. People could see he was probably better than both Magic and Larry, but his teams did not have the same success. Larry and Magic helped save the NBA. And I read a book about those two guys because they started off kind of with an icy relationship. They actually played against each other in a championship game of college before they came to the NBA. And then they went to the NBA and you know, went at each other for a decade plus. And in the book, Larry talks about how this might have been the documentary that he said this, but either way, it got said. Larry talks about how when he came to the NBA, his goal was to make one million dollars because he had never seen a million dollars before. He just wanted to make one million dollars because the salaries in the NBA were nothing like what they are now back then. I mean, it was still good money, but it wasn't crazy money. And Larry said, I wanted to make one million dollars. And then he went on and said, magic. When he came to the NBA, his goal was to make a hundred million dollars, which was a unthought of number back then for a basketball player to make because they weren't making it off their salaries, not anywhere close to that. And Larry said, the good news is we both got our goal. We both reached our goal. And this is a reflection of the desire gap. Larry's desire was a million dollars. He reached his goal. Magic's desire was a hundred million dollars. He also reached his goal. What's the difference between the two of them? I didn't say anything about talent, skill, opportunity, none of that. Race, none of that. Difference was Magic's desire was larger than Larry's desire. That's the only difference. Sometimes the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is the desire that you have for the desire you have for a specific outcome. Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to go? If you don't care where you go, then it doesn't matter where you end up. What's the goal, folks? You need to know what your goals are. This is why I am insistent on people that you always write down your goals every month, every year, write down your goals and you need to consistently look at your goals. Remind yourself of what the goal is because it imprints on your subconscious mind what you're trying to do. It has a huge role on your actions. Your subconscious controls 85% of how you think, and that controls what you do. Your habits control 85% of your life. So you want to imprint on the subconscious because they control most of the actions that you take. Everybody following me here? How many people you know who are simply okay being okay? They just want to stay where they are, live in neutral, and there's no such thing as living in neutral, but that's what they're trying to do. I know a lot of people who are like this. Most people I know are like this. And if you're able to get the truth out of most people, you'll find that most people think like this. Again, even when they don't talk about it, most people won't talk about it openly, consciously, because they probably feel like an idiot saying it out loud. But it's true. There are some people who are open about it. Others, again, won't say it. But this is their secret desire. Just be OK. And again, you really want to know, look at people's actions. Forget what they say. Don't listen to people's words. Look at their actions. 
Some people are open books and tell you exactly what their true desires are in life. Rest in them again, watch them. And that'll tell you everything. 80% of people are okay being okay. They have no desire to achieve above what you would consider average. So when the 20% of people who do want to achieve at a high level do so, what happens? It creates this huge gap between the 20% and the 80%. 80-20 principle, folks. It applies everywhere in life. 80% of people are okay just being okay, and that's exactly how they end up okay. And 20% are not okay being okay. They aim, and they have bigger desires, they have the initiative to go after them, and they aim for much bigger things. And guess what? They end up with bigger things. Magic formula, folks. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you have in what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process. And let me let you know. It is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping and I'm gonna give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're gonna have what you wanna have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number nine. Today's topic, once again, we are on part three of three in the gaps that nobody talks about. Number nine, the decision gap. The decision gap. What is this? Your actions are a reflection of what? Your expectations. Your actions are a reflection of your expectations. A decision is a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. And your expectations are a reflection of the decisions that you have made. See, you expect things after you've decided that this is what I'm going to do. So now you set the expectation that is going to happen and then you go take the action behind it. Everybody follow? You only take actions once you have made a decision to do something. So every true decision is followed by an action. If you decide something and do nothing, you didn't really decide anything. If you decide something and do nothing, you didn't really decide anything. The word decide is Latin root is two words. It's side, which is decidere, D-E-C-I-D-E-R-E, and is broken down from two words, which is cutting off. That's what it means. Deciding means cutting off, cutting off any other possible outcomes. The act of deciding comes from the old French word decision, comes from the Latin word decisionem, nominative. Decisio means a decision, settlement, or agreement. And decidere means to decide or determine. And the literal translation of that word, decide, is to cut off. That's the literal translation of decide, is to cut off. The word D, D-E means off, and caedere, C-A-E-D-E-R-E means to cut, to cut off. That's literally what the word decision means. And also is final judgment or opinion in the case, also known as a decision, which we still use it that way. And so the whole point of this, the reason I'm bringing all of that up is to say this, Many people never cut off anything. Most people say, well, I just want to have every possible thing that could possibly happen to me in life. 
open as a possibility to me. You don't want that. Why would you want that? Do you want poverty as an option? Do you? Do you want averageness as an option? Do you want being just okay as an option? Do you want unhappiness as an option? Uh, do you want to be out of shape as an option? Do you want to be broke as an option? Do you want to have an unsuccessful business as an option? See, deciding means cutting off any possibility that you don't want to be there. That's what a decision is. Most people never make a decision about anything, which is why everything is a possibility for them. And this is why most people end up average and worse because they left it as open as an option. Anybody catch what I just said there? If you didn't catch that, rewind that and make sure you understood what I just said. You only take actions once you have made a decision to do something or you have made a decision that something is not okay and you need to get rid of it. Every true decision, again, is followed by an action, not words, not thoughts. The main thing that keeps many people from creating success is that they have yet to make a decision to actually become successful. The main thing keeping many people from being successful is that they have yet to make a decision to be successful. Many people fail to make any decisions about anything. So when a salesperson, for example, wants to close a sale, who do they have to talk to? They got to talk to the decision maker. Who's the decision maker? Any of you who's ever been in sales, you know, you're told never accept a no from someone who is not capable of telling you yes. In other words, you can't let someone who's not a decision maker stop you from trying to close the sale because they can't make a decision. They can't make a decision to say yes. And they also can't make a decision to say no. This is why you don't let the secretary or the executive assistant block you from getting to the person who you really want to sell to. Many of you don't get anything done because there are no decision makers moving things forward. There's no decision maker in your life moving things forward. And guess what? You need to be the decision maker. If you're not making any decisions in your life, nothing's going to get done. Nothing's going to move forward. No action will be taken. You must be the decision maker of you incorporated. Everything starts and ends with you. This is a decision within itself. Successful people are decisive thinkers and decisive actors. They decide what to do, take immediate action on those decisions. Most people never make any decisions about anything, and that renders them completely ineligible for success because they never made the decision that they're going to be a success. Success does not happen by default, folks. When you leave your life on default and allow things to happen as they will, you end up average and worse. This is why most people are average or worse than average, whatever you want to call it. Why? Because they never decide that that is not acceptable. You have to decide this. This is not something that just happens randomly just because you're a good person or happy or healthy or wishful. No, it's because you made the decision that this is not okay and this is the only thing that I'm accepting. You got to make that kind of decision. Most people don't have the balls to make that kind of decision and they don't have the determination to back it up with action. And this is the reason why there's a big gap between a small amount of people and everybody else. Again, 80-20 principle. Any questions? Let's recap today's class, which is part three of three. The gaps that nobody talks about. Number seven, the initiative gap. Speaking of goals and ambitions, again, many people talk about wanting to do great things but never actually do anything. Initiative means to start something, to make it begin to make it happen. Most people don't make things happen. They sit around and they wait for things to happen. But what did I tell you in the intro of this show every single day? Making things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Number eight, the desire gap. Many people don't have a desire to do anything. They're just okay being okay. They have no strong desires. And with no desires, you will not take any action. You will not move yourself to do anything. You will not change situations that are not to your liking because you have no desire for what you want to change it to. Therefore, you're just okay being okay. Again, 80-20 principle. Number nine, the decision gap. Here's 80-20 again. Your actions are a reflection of your expectations. Your expectations are a reflection of the decisions that you have made. If you don't make any decisions, then you can have no expectations. You will not take any action. This is the reason why many people achieve nothing in life because they never 
make the decision to do so. You must make these decisions. The main thing that keeps many people from creating success is that they have yet to make a decision to be successful. And yes, to be successful, you must decide to be successful. It does not just happen by default. It does not happen just on autopilot just because you're thinking about it or you thought about it or you want to be a good person. It doesn't happen that way. Again, you can look around in life and you can see plenty of examples of people who thought it worked like that and they found out the hard way that it didn't. Don't be the next one. There will be plenty more who find out this way. You just don't let it be you because you're listening to the show right now. I'm already telling you, so you have no excuses. Those other people at least have the quote unquote excuse that they didn't know. You don't have that excuse. So if you want to be successful in life, anything you would like to achieve in your life, you must make the decision that you're going to do it, which means you're cutting off every other possibility of it not happening. Everybody got me? Good. Work on your game, university.com. That's the place where you work with me directly. That's the place where you decide, you know what? It is time for me to read success. I don't have all the tools myself. I don't have all the knowledge myself. I don't have all the structure and strategies myself, but there's somebody out there who can help me. That would be Dre Baldwin. So let me go to work on your game, university.com. And let me cut off the possibility of anything other than the success that I want happening. That's what I would do if I were you. But hey, I can't make the decision for you, but I can present it to you. Work on your game, university.com. Work on your game. Dre, all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me, 305-384-6894. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier, or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to, but dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game, university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching. The only place I work with anyone directly. You just go to work on your game, university.com. You can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game, university.com.